Hello, hello, good evening. Uh, welcome to the Wulong Talks podcast bonus edition. Um, we're coming together because on the last podcast, as you know, we were covering trailers. There was a load of teaser trailers and different things that came out. Um, but there were two massive ones that, that came out just after we were finished recording our podcast. And there was no way we could let those two slide until another recording. So I've got the band back together. So the crew is here. Rich, say good evening. Good. And the Man Geek is here as well. Alvin, Alvin, say good evening. Evening. Cool, cool. Well, as you all probably know, the two trailers that we're talking about are Spider-Man Homecoming and Fast and the Furious 8, which has been labeled the fate of the furious, I believe. Yeah, um, something like that. Yeah, something along those lines, isn't it? But we'll get into that. Let's go into Spider-Man first because, let's be honest, that's the one we all want to talk about, right? So <laughs> let's just jump into this, man. Um, first off, that trailer, teaser trailer, was just brilliant. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, there was actually two trailers that came out. There was the uh, US trailer uh, or the domestic trailer, which was for the US market. And then there was the international trailer, which was released, obviously, for international audiences. Um, I thought the US trailer was really good. Uh, the international trailer was good, too, but there were some differences there. And I wasn't too sure about the feel of the international trailer myself. But um, we'll have a quick chat about that anyway. Um, first up, first impressions... Uh, Alvin, what did you make of the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer? I mean, I know you did a reaction video and stuff on, on your channel. And, and so I keep saying I'm going to link your channel to ours and I haven't done it yet. I'm going to do it, I promise. But what did you make of um, initial thoughts of, of Homecoming before we get into the nitty-gritty? You know, I liked it. It was like, to me, there was nothing not to like of really. I mean, obviously, like I said, the US trailer is put together better than the international. Um, but, but no, it had everything I wanted to see. You know, I mean, you've got this kid who's trying to, he wants to be more than he is, it's proven difficult, you know, whether it be in his personal life or in his superhero life, that's, that's the heart of Spider-Man, you know, you showed me that in like the first, like 30 seconds of the trailer, and he's the underdog, you know what I mean, so it's just like, that's, that's what I wanted, that's what I got, we saw some cool effects, we saw Vulture and stuff like that, it just it just showed me what I wanted to see. I mean, I was going to always see it anyway, but I'm confident that this is going to be a good film because, well, Marvel had the kind of the artistic reins. So, so yeah, no, it was, it was all around nice. I was happy with it. Thumbs up. Yeah, definitely thumbs up from me as well. I mean, that said, the initial reaction for me was I loved it. But, Rich, how about you, man? What was your initial thoughts before you get into anything nitty-gritty, just initial thoughts on, on the Love two trailers? Loved it. Listen, like simply, like you cannot fault the trailer. You cannot fault. You can't. You can't fault the teaser. The teaser in itself, which I find really fascinating, is like now they're releasing teasers of they're releasing teasers of teaser trailers. So mm. that, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. It's like I don't know. I can't think of anything funny in, in which to put that in relation to. But go figure. But the teaser trailer itself was 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 freaking amazing. You know, so like, and and then you get the trailer. Or the teaser, sorry, the teaser, teaser, yeah, <laughs> was, was was great, and then the teaser trailer was was amazing. Um, I mean, in that alone, I mean, you guys have kind of covered it, but that trailer is better than the last three Spider-Man films that have come out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's like, listen. damn, 
you, you get no disagreement from me on that one, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, and that's no disrespect to the people that work in that film. I know everybody has a job to do. Hmm. Andrew Garfield, you know, I loved Andrew Garfield as, as Spider-Man. Um, but Tom Holland just, just, he just has just managed to nail it as well in this. And um, yeah, hmm. it's, it's just, it's just wicked. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Tom Holland is, is a good place to start, really. I mean, he seems like such a natural. We saw that in uh, Captain America Civil War, like, you know, just how, I said how, how much of a natural he was for and a natural fit for the Peter Parker character. Um, and I know, like, some people had kind of like Peter Parker fatigue because of the amount of Spider-Man films we've had so far that featured Peter, uh, Peter Parker. But he really kind of, in a way, breathed new life into the character, even though it's very much the classic Peter Parker that we're getting in um, the MCU Spider-Man in, or the MCU's interpretation of Spider-Man. It's very much the classic Peter Parker from, um, you know, the original sort of Spider-Man comic books. But he's, he's really kind of breathed a new life into it and he brings a lot of um, charisma. I'm, I'm like you. I, I did quite like Andrew Garfield. I didn't quite like his... Peter Parker much. I loved his Spider-Man. Unlike who? Hmm? Unlike who? I loved Andrew Garfield. I think Andrew Garfield is better than Tobey Maguire if you're you're talking about me. I I liked... um, No, no, I was saying I'm like you in that um, I liked Andrew Garfield in the sense that I liked his Spider-Man a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I didn't really like his Peter Parker that much. Um, I know it was a different interpretation of Peter Peter Parker that they were going for, but I I just... Yeah, I couldn't really connect with it in the way um that i normally would but um yeah i think he's he's doing a fantastic job top holland so far you know so full credit to the guy um alv did you want to add anything about tom holland and spidey no it's just he's good i thought garfield was all right like i like him as an actor more than i liked him in the amazing spider-man but yeah his spider-man was good but but yeah yeah cool cool well, I mean, one of the big vibes that I got from the teaser trailer was the, the feel of, of kind of like a high school comedy. Um, there's really, I know they, they spoke a lot, uh, Kevin Feige spoke a lot, and, and the, um, the director has, has spoken a lot about trying to capture almost like a John Hughes kind of vibe to the trailer. Um, and that definitely kind of came through um, in the, the teaser trailer that we've that they've released and that we've seen. Um, there's definitely that kind of dynamic, um, especially the scene with him and his friend when they're watching Liz Allen walk past, and um, and then uh, Zendaya's character Michelle kind of cutting in as well. Um, there's that kind of interplay in that that witty kind of dialogue that that is familiar to everybody who's a fan of John Hughes and it looks like they've really kind of captured that um did you guys kind of get that that vibe as well um, uh, yeah Rich oh, yeah okay. yeah no yeah I, I definitely got that vibe uh like it and it kind of it kind of just nailed it um I mean and that's number one. number two if anybody doesn't know who John Hughes is bad on you <laughs> obviously we're, we're, we're a certain age so we've seen his films yeah yeah but, uh, yeah, but i'm sure jay will, will compile a list of stuff of john hughes films that you can go and watch oh for but, sure um but yeah but I, yeah I, def- I definitely got that vibe they've definitely nailed well what they've done with all the rest of the mcu um um cinema well yeah marvel cinematic universe is that they've they've nailed the heart of the character first mm. before they've even started to bring in you know the like the, the superhero so like so this could have easily just been done as like you know john hughes could have directed this and instead of andrew you know and tom holland you could have like john kuzak or what's his name the guy from weird science you know anthony michael hall as, as like the character like it wouldn't yeah, seem yeah. out of place hmm. but it's just got that nice colorful feel is what hmm. i like about it as well is the color 
like the, a lot of the Spider-Man films that we've had before, they just seem to be like, not Batman versus Superman or Zack Snyder type of like superhero drab colors, but they've all been quite dark. This mm. one seems very, very vibrant and it almost feels like a, a like a rebirth, which, which essentially is now that it's come back home. But mm. yeah, everything just seems really, really nice and new. And th- that's what I loved about it. There's that, that happiness, those colors that John Hughes used. It could easily be based in like an 80s, an, like an 80s little teen flick as well. That, that's the vibe I got from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm definitely feeling that as well. Um, as you said, Rich, the, the kind of John Hughes elements are, are really coming out and there are the teen comedy kind of elements are coming out in there, which is great. I mean, that's what people have wanted for a long time really um is to have something that that kind of captures that um alf was there um anything else you noticed about that or did you dislike or, or like any elements of, of the kind of teen co- teen comedy elements that they bring into it uh, i'm very much for it because <clears throat> i don't think it's really been although we've kind of seen him in high school in uh whether it be the mark webb or sam raimi movies um we we didn't get to spend a lot of time there or get to really know, they just gave us a bit of cliche stuff, oh look here he is being bullied and whatnot and all that kind of business, so he's taking fucking photos and all this shit. And it's just like, I, wa- I want to see more of that, whereas I see some people online going, why is he so young? And it's like, are you, are you stupid? <laughs> like, he was, a, he was like a young teen when he got his powers, he was like mid-teens. Like, mm-hmm. so of course there's freaking high school. And I hope, we, and I'm glad it's called Spider-Man Homecoming because obviously, at the beginning, you actually see there's a homecoming banner being put up. So mm. I'm pretty much sure it's, a lot of it is going to focus on him being in school. And I know that they're going on a school trip somewhere to Washington, I believe, in the movie as well. So mm. it, he's a kid. It's going to be from a kid's perspective. This isn't like the other movies where it's like an extended period of time. This is focusing on like his here and now. So like for me, I, I, like, I like that element of it. I reckon it adds a, kind of, something extra that we've not seen. We've not seen... Uh, a Marvel movie from the point of view of someone younger hmm. it's been late 20s and above for all the characters this, this is a teenager, he's going to have teen problems teen thoughts and it's just going to add that extra bit of refreshment to the, to the MCU because it's something that we've not, we've not seen a lot of if at all yeah yeah yeah. definitely I agree with that um, it, it's something that we've missed from the MCU so uh, it should be very very interesting to see play out um the Spider-Man antagonist in this film, I mean, we know that Vulture is going to be um, the main antagonist. Um, what did you think about the, the Vulture suit and how it looked? Because I thought it looked amazing. Like, I really was... It was the one thing about Spider-Man Homecoming that I was a bit unsure about was how the Vulture was going to look. But I actually think this looks really good. It actually looks like it could exist in the real world. Um, in terms of the, the way they've made the technology look and things like that. Um, and Michael Keaton, like, he, <laughs> like he, I think he's only really got one line in the trailer, and it's basically, if you cross me, I'll kill you and, and everybody you love, and he delivers it in such a menacing way. It's like, well, pff, that's me sold, you know, <laughs> on him as a villain. So what about you guys? Um, Rich, what did you make of Vulture? Oh, no, I loved it. Um, like I said, I, I think... that the tech that was kind of used for like the, the vultures, you know, suit, it just works. It just fits. Like, it's just one of those things where they couldn't deviate from, from anything but what they gave to us anyway. Because if you think about it, like everything that's been introduced in the, in the, uh, in the MCU has, has got its place now. 
So like you know, so like so everything is almost going to kind of look like you know everything else. So you've got the Iron Man suits. So any form of like any other technological suits that you get anyway is always going to have that that Marvel universe feel. So it wouldn't surprise me if like basically the Vulture ends up having this technology and it's somewhat based off, you know, something else that we might even know already in the Marvel universe, which would be a nice touch. I mean, that would be like you know, uh, you know when they in uh, the Luke Cage series where they hark back to some of the, the tech that Justin Hammer mm. um, was putting together and then now they're using it in the streets of Harlem. So it, I, think, I think it just worked. It was a really, really nice update uh, for a villain who, like I said, man, like, you know, if there's people out there who don't know what our Vulture looks like, so not, not you know, Ultimate Spider-Man Vulture or this Vulture they might see now. The original Vulture that I remember seeing was literally a guy who, who looked like he weighed about seven stone, <laughs> had a bald head, a hook nose, and you generally didn't need spider powers or, or like, to, to take him out. He didn't look menacing. Mm. Like you said, Michael Keaton looks like he's about to cause some trouble. <laughs> like, and so it just looks really, really menacing. So I'm, I'm really happy with the way how he looks and, and how Michael Keaton's portrayed the, the, you know, the, 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 the villainous of this character with just that one line alone. Mm. Mm. Um, Alf, uh, how about you, Ben? Did you was there anything else that stood out about the vultures? Anything that you're looking forward to? Anything that didn't work? Yeah, well, like it's like they could have easily kind of done like an Iron Man style suit, but the fact that they've kind of kept it simple, it's like the wings attack. I believe he's got f- like peripherals for his feet that give him like bird like feet as well. Uh, but then the rest of it is just like a leather jacket with like a furry bit around the neck and a cool looking helmet is kind of what made it cool it was just like okay cool so it's not it's not just another fucking tech suit they could have easily have done that they, they could have just been lazy and done that but they've gone no it's kind of like it's trapped the wings to to obviously he puts that on over the jacket and whatnot and the harness to him and then that's that's pretty much it but keeping it simple was was definitely the right thing to do i think because yeah. it just it just keeps things different again it just keeps things fresh it's not it's not doing something in the same way that we've previously seen. It's doing it in a slightly different way, and therefore it's fresh. I mean, that one shot, like, where you see him, like, come down and that, and then land, brilliant. <laughs> it just looked fucking ace. So, yeah, I'm all for it, definitely. I mean, it was quite, like you said, Richard, it was quite, like, it's quite different from the original Vulture suit in the comics and that. But um, take away from uh, from it at all, it, it looks fucking cool on camera. So, yeah, it's, in, in my opinion, it's the right thing to go for, definitely. Mm, mm, for sure for sure yeah well i think vulture definitely is going to be um one of the highlights another big highlight in the trailer um although a slightly contentious one it seems uh, given by what i've read online is tony stark um he features quite heavily in the trailer um alvin what did you make of tony stark in in the trailer did you think that that was representative of how much he's going to be in the movie um, and what did you make of the dynamic between him and Spider-Man? I think he may be in it a bit more than, than we expect in the trailer. I don't think this is going to be a, a Suicide Squad Joker situation. Uh, I think he's going to be in a quite a bit more. Uh, and I think Peter's, obviously, he's kind of looking for a father th- figure in a way, um, but it, it's, not, it's not going to be the relationship he wants it to be. And you know, I like that it's not... I expected it to be a predictable kind of mentor-student relationship. They get on. They're both into science. You know, it's easy street. But mm. as we know from the trailer, it's, it's not going to be that way. Tony Stark's kind of... is not going to be a director. He's going to put, like, roadblocks in Peter's way. Like, not on purpose, but kind of, like, in a way. 
or mm. underestimating him. That's that's what's going to happen, and I don't think they're necessarily going to see eye to eye for for all of the movie, and that's going to frustrate Peter. And you know, when you're a teen, life is frustrating. So again, it's going back to that kind of teen thing of like, you're a kid, but you want you want to do more. You want to prove yourself. And I think them not being 100% on each other's lave, wavelength is going to, well, it's, it's just going to make that an interesting relationship to watch. Hmm. Hmm. For sure. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that, that kind of develops. Um, Rich, did you want to add anything about Tony Stark? No, you know, you know I'm, a, I'm a Robert Downey Jr. fan, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> where, where Robert Downey Jr. starts and where, where Tony Stark begins, uh, well, where Robert Downey Jr. ends and Tony Stark begins, I don't know, but I'm happy with it. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I like that little cameo with him. Um, and it's still stuck. Like I said, it, like, it, it's still stuck to like, the, the character of Tony Stark. Like, you, you know he's, he's that, that, that dick, that, that arsehole uncle. <laughs> like, whereas, like, whereas, like, how we interact, like, there, there's no middle ground for him. How he interacts with kids and how he interacts with adults are completely different. And then how he interacts with adults of a, from, you know, from a t- particular place is, is completely different as well. So how we even spoke to, to Peter in the car was exactly how he treated the kid in Iron Man 3. And, and I, so I, I like that whole continu- you know, continuing of the, the actual character. There, there was nothing like, oh, well, you know what, we're just going to bring him in for a cameo, but it's not going to be Tony Stark. It's just, you know, we've just, it's a phone-in kind of performance. We just give him his money, he says his lines, and he Fs off. No, it's stopped to the ethos of it. Um, so I was happy about that. I don't know, I, I think he might be in a bit, like Alvin says, I think he might be in it a bit more then they're letting on. I mean, especially from the teaser trailer where you see like Happy Hogan bringing the suit to him and, every, and bringing the suit to Peter and stuff like that. But also, I don't know if, this, I don't know if I'm just jumping out on the limb, but the, the, the way how the Spider-Man logo is done up, it almost looks, I know like I'm, I might be clasping at straws here, but it almost looks a lot more technological than it does more organic than for like, as as compared to let's say, like the other Spider-Man logos that we've had. And the colour scheme is red and yellow. I don't know if you've noticed that. So I'm, I'm, just, I'm just clasping at straws here and thinking that maybe that Tony Stark might be a bit more of an influence in the character's life in the, in the series than, than maybe they're letting on. But maybe just not throughout the whole thing. Maybe like a, at the beginning and maybe at the end. So that, that's, that's what I got from it. But that's the first thing that, that, come to, that came to my head when I finished watching the trailer. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, um, we're kind of time pressed on this one. So we're going to just have to do like some quick snippet um, bits on a few of the other points. So um, Liz Allen as the choice of love interest, or uh, we believe it is the love interest. I mean, we don't know yet. Um, Does that sound like a sound idea, guys? Yay, nay? Either one of you can go first. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's not a character I'm familiar with, so I, I can't. Yeah. Um, she's one of the older love interests, I believe. Um, Liz oh, wait a second. No, yeah. she was in um, Spectacular Spider Man. I've yeah. seen that. Cartoon, yeah. Though, but yeah. The same character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in the cartoon as well. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, seems like a good choice to me. Better to do that than start off fresh than go back to Gwen Stacy or um, MJ. Yeah, or, or, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense to me. Um, I saw online, and this came from uh, Matt Key from Marvel Movie News, um, who does like his own podcast and stuff. Um, he came up with a really good theory for who he thinks Donald Glover's character is. 
Um, but I want to ask you two first. Um, any guesses as to who he is? Uh, well, I mean, he's working with the bad guys in a movie, right? So, mm. mm, to be honest, no, you know. No? Okay, the ru- the rumor that I've heard is that um. Oh, go on. Oh yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. Is it still there? Is it still it's the front still of the there, but it's, it's a far-fetched one. But go on, you you go first. Okay, I've he- um I've heard that he's meant to be playing um, Robbie. I can't remember his surname, but the Prowler. That's what that's, that's that's the rumor. Yeah, that, that's the room. That's the, that's actually, that's an actual rumor that I've heard. Hmm. Um, I think for him to play Miles Morales, Hobie Brown. Yeah, Hobie Brown. That's it. Hmm. Yeah, listen, you can't get a blacker name for a blacker person, can you? Like Hobie <laughs> Brown. Oh shit! <laughs> you might as well call him Jermaine Black. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I've I've heard that rumor, and I I think I'll prefer him somebody else other than Miles Morales. Just because I think he's a bit too old to play Miles Morales, that's number one. And number two, I think it might be something something that we've we've asked for for too much. And like, yeah, yeah, just because we've asked for it, don't don't give it to us. I'm sure he could give it to somebody else as well. Um, so, so that I mean, that's the rumor that I've heard. Although it'd be really cool if he actually does play as Miles Morales, and somehow he's from the Ultimate Universe, and we just get a snippet or a glimpse of him because of the shit that Doctor Strange's been doing. <laughs> hey, that's just what happens when I overthink stuff. <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, yeah, basically, I mean, Matt Key was basically saying that he thinks um, it's highly likely that he's either uh, the Prowler or he's saying on, if you're going for a left field kind of thing, he thinks he's going to say Mysterio. Maybe Flash Thompson. No, Flash Thompson? No, that's already yeah. been cast. Um, is that who Tony Rivalori is playing? Yeah, so the guy who was in Grand Budapest Hotel or whatever. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, he's, okay. he's Flash Thompson. Right, right. Um, the Prowler one sounds like an interesting one to me because um, mm. it could be possible. Um, I think it could be possible because I remember when um, jo- John Watts, the director, was was being interviewed, mm. and um, so in I th- can't remember who it was for now. I think it might have been, oh, it may have been either Slash Film or Deadline. I can't remember which one it was, but one of them was interviewing him. This was like a good few months ago, um, and they asked him flat out about Miles Morales. Um, and his answer was, I'm not allowed to talk about that. So it wasn't even like, um, no, he's not in it, or, you know, a denial, or um, next question, please, can we keep it moving? It was, I'm not allowed to talk about that. So it, that kind of got people thinking, oh, oh, what's, you know, are we going to get, like, kind of hints at uh, Miles? And plus, we don't know who um, Abraham Atta is playing yet. Uh, he's uh, the little guy from um, God. What's the name of the film? The, the Netflix movie with Idris Elba. Um, oh, Piece of Donation. Yes, Piece of Donation. He's the he's the kid in that rich. He apparently okay. has a role in Spider Man Homecoming, but nobody knows what this role is. Apparently, they're keeping it hush hush. So I have. I would love it to introduce Miles. I, I reckon that'd be yeah. even if it's to do it so, in like four years from now. Mm. No, I so right. I mean, yeah, there, there's every possibility that it uh, it may be the case, but we'll we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. We've got until July. Um, and last quick point as well, uh, the Tinkerer is rumored to be in this film, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not making that up. Okay. No. Good. No, you're not. <laughs> so just thinking, like maybe the Tinkerer was behind um, the Vulture's tech or something like that. You know, do you think that's likely? Yeah, I think there's a team up between uh, Tinkerer. 
Shaka and Vulture. Mm. But in a, in a kind of bank robbery kind of way, rather mm. than, oh, let's take down Spider-Man kind of way. Mm. Mm-hmm. See, I was hoping it was the latter because <laughs> I was thinking, oh, maybe it'll be the start of the Sinister Six or so. But again, I'm getting ahead of myself, so yeah, we don't know. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I, I I remember hearing the rumor that the Tinkerer was in this. So for those of you listening who don't know, the Tinkerer is a long-running sort of Marvel Comics villain. Um, Rich, can you give a little background on who the Tinkerer is? Uh, my mind's actually gone blank on the character, bro. <laughs> it's the first. I know it's the first. It's the first. I know I'm the encyclopedia, but it's the first, man. So yeah, okay. I'm sorry about that, man. <laughs> That's all right. No problem. Well, basically, listeners, he's a um, he's a kind of inventor for hire. He kind of goes around um, salvaging uh, alien technology and things like that, and, and reverse engineering it and making bombs and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, he, I think he's ostensibly a Spidey villain. I'm not 100% sure. I know he's appeared in other stuff as well. Um, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, ostensibly it's, it's been more um, Spider-Man comics that he's, he's popped up in. Okay. Um, I think that will do it for Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, we're all pretty much excited, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Oh, yeah. All right. Roll on July, man. Roll on July. Okay, let's move on then um, to the second trailer, which was Fast and Furious 8, uh, The Fate of the Furious. Um, the trailer, initial thoughts for me, the trailer was seems like more the same, which isn't necessarily a bad thing in their case, because their movies so far have been um, quite fun. And, you know, they've been enjoyable movies for me. I've, I've really enjoyed the, the kind of pace of the movies and the camaraderie that they've built between the cast. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how they can get along without Paul Walker being there anymore. Um, guys, initial thoughts on the trailer. Um, Rich, what did you make of the, the trailer initially? Were you impressed or bored? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I like it. Like I said, like, the thing about the Fast and Furious franchise, what you can't knock is that um, you know what you're getting. Like, you know, <laughs> like, he, he, the format hasn't changed since they, be, yeah, since, yeah. they since they turned from you know, um, bank goat, you know, truck rubbers to like international Jason Bourne stroke Mission Impossible people that the government call, which I think is far-fetched, but you know that it works. Mm. So I, I, I can't knock it. Um, I am definitely interested to see how it's going to fare with Paul Walker. Um, but the thing that I do like is that, I mean, you only get brief little snippets of him in the trailer, you know, like in, like, I think like a, a, you see him in a picture. So I think that's good that they're, they're trying not to dwell too much on him and they're still trying to move forward to the franchise, but at the same time, they're still paying respects to the character of Paul Walker. Mm. Um, but the tra- yeah, the trailer's great, though. The yeah. trailer's great. I like, that with the, I like that with each Fast and Furious film, the laws of physics slowly but surely goes, leaves the wind, it gets, <laughs> gets dismissed. <laughs> it just gets Fuck dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's like Vin Diesel just goes no gravity no in your world not in Vin Diesel's world yeah, not in my world buddy not in my world <laughs> yeah man um, I, yeah I liked it uh, Alvin how about you <laughs> uh, yeah I'd, I mean god it's like the little franchise that could but I don't know as to how it turned into what it turned into. I mean, people like it, but like, it was weird to me, man. I was, like, I'm just confused. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, I'm just really confused about the whole franchise. I just, I just don't know how it went from 
street racing. So, to like you said, um, Richard, like Jason Bourne, Spy, but with cars that can have grappling hooks and do this and that and fly about and all this business. I'm just like, what? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't understand. I just literally don't get it. I'm just like, uh, what? What is this? <laughs> You need to not overthink it, Alf, and just go yeah. with the ride. It's, it's not even. It's not even that. I mean, it's not even that. It's just like I'm just like. But why though? <laughs> like, I just don't. I just don't get it. Why? But why? It's like you know what it reminds me of. I don't know if you've ever seen like, you know, there's this cartoon on Disney XD like a few years back called Motor City. That's what it reminds me of, and it reminds me of that Hot Wheels cartoon as well, where it's mm. just like over the top cars that do all this crazy shit because. Kids cartoon. That's what it reminds me. It reminds me of a kids cartoon. It could be wacky races, and I wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of, as, as said, I mean, I I agree. I don't. I have no clue how they've got from, you know, street racers who were a little bit criminal to, as Richard said, you know, <laughs> Jason Bourne in cars. But hell, like I'm, I'm enjoying the ride, man. <laughs> like, I'll be them, they do their thing, you know. Yeah, mean, so. yeah. And that's the thing, like as you said, Rich, they they know what they are and they know what works, and they stick with it, and you know it works for them. And um, before people start getting on my back about the fact that I poo poo the Transformers franchise, but I'm giving praise to this, the reason why I don't poo poo Fast and Furious is because it's fun. You sit down and you watch it, and it's fun. It don't make sense, <laughs> like you know, it don't make no sense at all. But it's fun. You leave with a smile on your face, as opposed to Transformers, where you leave feeling like you've been pummeled by fucking three hours of just noise and crescendo and explosions and like somebody literally trying to batter you into submission in the movie theater. So yeah, that's why I prefer Fast and Furious. That's why I'll show Fast and Furious love, even though yes, they probably do the same kind of thing that the Transformers franchise does. But anyway, um, Charlize Theron is the villain of the movie. Um, I know she was cast as the movie, but for some reason when I saw her in the trailer, it still came as a surprise to me. I don't, I don't know why. Um, but what do you guys think? I mean, I thought, like, that's a really good choice, actually. <laughs> like, given the kind of work that she's done in the past and the type of actress that she is, um, for me, that really works. So, but what about you two? Um, good idea? Bad idea? Alvin? Oh, you want me to go? All right. I don't care. But I, I thought it was a weird choice, though. Uh, and like you said, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, she's in this. Like that. Um, but I'm not really asked to be honest. I mean, I can see why. Obviously, they must have said after seeing Max, Mad Max, they must have went, "Well, she can do tough woman, so let's get her in this as well." But yeah, I mean, she's done car movies. Before. She was in the Italian Job, right? The remake. Yeah, she yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. So she's done this kind of thing before. So it's not actually that odd yeah. if you look back at her career in that. So, but yeah, no, it's a decent choice to have, and I reckon it'll probably get a few. Uh, a few Mad Max fans in uh, in the cinema there to see to see the movie, so yeah, yeah, it's all right, yeah. Mhm, mm mhm. Mm Rich, you want to add anything about that? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't mind her being introduced. Um, I was saying to one of the guys I work with today. Um, shout out to Dancy, Dan Dan. But um, yeah, it's not like one of those hood guys. Yeah, stomach cake, ta ta. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, man. We quit. We quit walking, yo. Um, and I basically said that the French Fast and Furious franchise they've managed to grab like some pretty decent actors whose careers may not be like amazingly kicking it right now, 
But you're like, oh, okay, hello. So they, they're almost like they're doing Tarantino jobs with people. So like, like then they've got they've now, they've now got like Kurt Russell in there. So like you've got like this whole generation of people who might not even know who Kurt Russell is. So you could be like, hey, you know Kurt Russell? And he'd be like, who's Kurt Russell? Like, Kurt Russell escaped from New York. Kurt Russell, big trouble in China. And they'd be like, who? And then you can now say, Kurt Russell, you know, Fast and Furious 7, the guy who owns the thing. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's badass, man. So I like that they're taking these, these actors and actors. I, I don't like to call them actors, actresses now. I think they should be all called actors because there's no such thing as gender. They're all doing the same job. So um, I think they're, like, they're taking these actors and just put them in like different scenarios um, and just... Make, just taking them from out the box like I, I love her she's she's a beautiful woman who can obviously act and she wants to have a bit of a good time and she's got blonde dreads she's got blonde dreads listen I'm going to see this film mate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to see this film the last time I saw blonde dreads was on that lady from Steps or one of them ladies <laughs> from the younger <laughs> 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 what was her name Faye Tolza. Faye, yeah, look at you. Faye, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know the American viewers don't have no fucking clue what we're talking about right now. They're steps? What? Huh? Who's the steps? Look your mom. <laughs> don't you be the stoop? <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah, man. That would, that's a good shout, Rich. I didn't even, I didn't even make that connection when I was watching the trailer. Um, but yeah, speaking of... Um, actors or big name actors or not quite big name actors but you know people who were kind of bubbling away the Stafe man the Stafe is back Jason Statham yeah yeah they had to but had here's, to. here's my question to both of you though why is he doing an American accent or attempted to do an American accent yeah. considering it's supposed to be things brother yeah that's the thing yeah in the trailer if you listen to the trailer he says a line something like well 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 and he kind of delivers it in an American accent and I was like why like you're the one person I know who can make Cockney sound genuinely threatening <laughs> and you're doing an American accent. That don't make no sense. Um, and especially as said, he, because as you said, Alvin, he's supposed to be um, Luke Evans' uh, character's brother. Um, and he's not. He clearly is not, was not American in that film. So I don't, I, I don't get that. But um, yeah, it looks like we're going to see uh, the Stafe back on screen again. Um, and it looks like he's going to get to crack some heads along with the rock. So, yeah, I'm all good. The the jailbreak scene looked uh, cool to me. I love that line that the rock came out with, which was like, "I'll beat you <laughs> like a Cherokee drum." <laughs> it's the kind of line that's terrible, but only the rock could deliver it and, and mm. make it sound cool. Because it's an awful line when you read it out, but like he delivers it, and it's just like, "Yeah, beat him, rock. Beat him like a drum. Beat him. <laughs> play play a tune." play a tune I'm gonna hear some heavy bass <laughs> so like that kind of stuff um, yeah that kind of stuff was, was right on my street but um, yeah man so the Stafford looks like he's gonna be teaming up with um, the Scooby gang to try and take down Dominic Toretto um, who is apparently the bad guy because it looks like they've pretty much given us the whole plot of the movie through that trailer um, but essentially he's the, the, the bad guy which I guess was the only place left they had to go really didn't they in terms of storyline I mean um, what did you make of Toretto being the bad guy um, guys uh, either of you um, it's... I thought I was going to go then no, no, not this time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? It's, it's one of those things where it's like any plot that they give us in this franchise, I mean, you can kind of roll your eyes at it. 
but like you said, you know, we, we know what we're getting. So yeah. I, I think I think that this is a this this is a it's a good move. I mean, it's not as if it's one of those one of those plot points where we're not going to have Vin Diesel in you know in, in the franchise anymore. Like he's still going to be in it. Yeah, yeah. And I think it'd be I think it'd be a, a good a, a good chance to see what he's capable of doing. Um when he's not restricted by the boundaries. Because you always have to remember as well that, like, that, that the actual character of Dominic Toretto is always meant to be this badass. Like, he, he goes to Brazil and he spends with the Brazilian cartels and, and stuff <laughs> like this. But he's always been bound by that, by that strict code, by, by that loyal code of like, okay, listen, I'm a badass, but I still get the job done. I don't need a badge like The Rock, you know, or, you know, you know to get the job done. But I get it done on my terms. Now that that's all gone out the window, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how they're going to deal with him. And um, I like the fact that they're, you know, basically the, the most, like we said, that what started out as like a drag racing thieves have now become like this super team. And now they have to chase the person who's the actual person who keeps them together and pulls all the master plans. It's, it's smart in what they're trying to do. Like, like I can't wait to see how, it, how it's, how it's going to turn out. I mean, as long as it doesn't turn out to be something where it's like uh, Dominic had a twin brother or, <laughs> you know, or like he was just working undercover. <laughs> or like you know, I, ho- I hope it, there's there's a bit more mm. substance mm. to it than, yeah. than than just that. But yeah. either way, I'm I'm excited to see how they're going to deal with it. Yeah. Sorry, Alvin. Before you come in, you know, um, Rich, when you mentioned the twin brother storyline, you know, I instantly thought of that storyline from Sunset Beach. Remember Sunset Beach? Sunset Beach. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember Sunset Beach. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the storyline of him with the evil twin brother? Who comes in and keeps like his other brother locked behind um, uh, a two-way mirror for yeah. I think it's like a year with no food or water. <laughs> like he's just there inhabiting his his brother's life, and his brother like because obviously he's bound and he, he's gagged and stuff. All of his dialogue is is done in like kind of speech format. So yeah. he's like, oh my god, that bastard! He's picking up my son. He's picking up my son. <laughs> As soon as I get out of here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill him. But how? How do I get out? <laughs> like, so it just instantly brought that up in my head for me. So that's just made it even all the more better. So like, part of me now actually hopes that they've got an evil twin, Dominic Toretto, just so I can laugh at mm. that. <laughs> but sorry, Alvin, um, do you want to come in on the Dominic Toretto stuff? Hello. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, everything just disappeared for a second. No, yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, yes, it, I think from what I know of the franchise, yeah, that is kind of, I suppose, quite interesting. And I was like, oh, okay, that's what they're doing. But um, for me, it was like the only thing, like the amount of times I get to go, family, it's family. It was like EastEnders, but American. It was like the Mitchell brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, family, you're going to betray your family. It's just like, all oh, right. <laughs> Fucking hell, I get it, but I don't. It just seems weird. Like I like the idea, but I'm not invested in the franchise. So again, this is me not giving a shit, unfortunately. But I'm sure, you know, people like yourself and Richard uh, will uh, will quite enjoy it. And I do hope it does turn out to be a twin, a twin brother. So if mm. I do eventually see it, I can have a good laugh. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah I'm telling you, twin for the win, people. Twin for the win. Um, I well, I think that kind of wraps it up. Apart from the fact that there was a fucking submarine at the end as well. And I was like, yeah, this makes no sense. And I fucking love it. What the fuck is a submarine doing? In this? <laughs> like... no, I've, got, I've got you beat on that. I've got you beat on that. Yeah. You know, you know, what's, you know what's even more outlandish than that submarine? Because 
it only makes sense that every single thing that they get chased by in each film is going to get bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. I find fascinating that Vin Diesel still can't kiss a woman and look convincing. Sorry, man. That's, I'm just going to drop it out there, man. Wow. <laughs> hey. When he kisses a woman, when he kisses a woman, he has that, you know that, that Vin Diesel look when he look when he looks that he has when he's scared? Where he's <laughs> like, that's how he looks when he kisses a woman. <laughs> like... <laughs> Listen, Rich, we've only just started, man. We don't need no lawsuits just yet, bro. Because <laughs> yeah, we nah, can't, really, we can't really. fight the case. <laughs> we ain't got no money. We can't fight the case, bro. <laughs> like... Vinny knows I'm playing. You know, I call him Vinny. You know, he knows I'm playing. He knows it's good. <laughs> oh, God. So, like, when is this out? Is this May? This is out, I think? Was it May next year? I can't remember, you know. That's pretty bad. Actually. Um, I actually don't know. I actually, I actually it probably don't know. will be summer, definitely. It's but yeah, I'm guessing it will be May next year. So yeah, so we've got that to go, uh, look forward to. All right. Well, um, I think that should wrap it up, guys. We've, we've kind of touched everything uh, that we needed to touch on here. Um, so yeah, thanks for joining me. Listeners, thanks for listening. Um, let us know which movie you're looking forward to the most out of the two. Um, let us know if you're a fan of Fast and Furious and you've got any theories about what's going to happen with the plot and the characters and likewise with Spider-Man Homecoming as well if you've got any kind of ideas and, and things that you want to share with us let us know um, I'm back tweeting again on, on Twitter at Wulong Talks is the Twitter handle so you can jump on Twitter and um, holler at us over there and, and we'll have a chat um, Alvin do you want to let people know where they can find you out if they want to cuss you for your um <laughs> for your for your non your non-committal to the Fast and Furious franchise, yeah, come at me on Twitter and Instagram at Big A eighty five GL. Cool, um, Richard, you want to let the people know where they can find you? Yeah, uh, Instagram Rich Reviews, uh, also Wulong Talks, and also we have got the website www.wulongtalks.com and uh, that's also the Twitter handle as well, right? Is that we got? We- yeah. Yeah, we've got, we got a Twitter for, for Rule and Talks. Yeah, Jay? Yeah, we do indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the Twitter sign. The little bir- birdie sign and, and Twitter. So, yeah, Rule and Talks. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to use Twitter, so that's how, that's how I'm describing it. <laughs> did you say swirly sign? Yeah, yeah no, no, no. <laughs> swirly birdie sign. Swirly birdie sign. What's it? It's a bird, right? Is it a bird? Well, the, you know what? I don't know. Bird, yeah. The at symbol. The at symbol. Is that what you mean? Nah, man, like, the, like, what's the, yeah, the at symbol, oh, yeah, you can use the at symbol, listen, I don't care, that's the Twitter account, it's not mine, Twitter gives me nightmares, Twitter gives me anxiety, I can't use it, I don't know how to use it, don't, let's, let's, let's just leave it. <laughs> wow. Oh, dear, 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 <laughs> good Lord. Listeners, this is what we're dealing with, you know, a guy who doesn't get Twitter in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I get, I get other stuff though, so just sit there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks a lot for listening along. Um, if you're listening on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe. And if you're listening on SoundCloud, then yeah, please give us a thumbs up and share it. And if you know anybody who's interested in what we're doing, share it with them too. All right, that's good night from me. Um, Alvin, say good night. Good night. Rich Kid, say good night. Live long and prosper. All right, all right, and we're out of here. Peace. Bye-bye.